0: another edition of Law of the Wolf. I'm your host, Joe Giulio. This is the real pack therapy. Don't accept any imitations, just as the ACC shouldn't accept any schools from the state of California. If you've been following along with the reporting at home, NC State and North Carolina are two of the four schools who have been against Stanford and Cal and potentially SMU joining the ACC. I say good for NC State. I say good for UNC and I say of course good for Clemson and Florida State number one it's good to be aligned with the two programs that mean the most to football in the ACC in Clemson and Florida State number two it's good for NC State to be aligned with North Carolina if the conference apocalypse apocalypse comes for NC State they're going to need help and that number one ally is going to be North Carolina I do think that Kevin Goskowitz the the chancellor at at UNC, and Randy Woodson, the chancellor at NC State, have a genuine relationship. I do think that Boo Corrigan, the AD at NC State, and Bubba Cunningham, the AD at UNC, have a genuine relationship. And I think that will go a long way in the schools being aligned. Ultimately, I do think Carolina will help NC State. I know that's hard to kind of think about and process here on an NC State podcast, but I do Think it is the truth and i think that's something that's going to happen without any political intervention but of course if one were to try to leave the other and let's be frank here north carolina is the bigger brand then i think there would there you would see some political intervention and and on be on behalf of nc state but it's not a bridge that we need to get to yet i do find it interesting though that in a lot of conversations this summer about expansion and about conference realignment and about what the ACC should do and what they shouldn't do. I find it interesting that there have been a lot of NC State fans on social media who have been curious. Hey, I wonder what Debbie Yao thinks of all of this. Glad you asked. I was able to catch up with Debbie Yao for this week's episode of The Law of the Wolf. Debbie Yao was NC State's AD for nine years. She was at Maryland for 16 years before that. So 25 years in the ACC, 25 years in the ACC, that gets you two different rounds of expansion. That gets you the addition of the ACC network. We talk a lot about the ACC network, the grant of rights, what's going on now, Uh, a lot of good conversations. And because here's the thing, since we've started the OG podcast, I've tried to have conversations with people who were in the room where it happened, as they say on Hamilton. Debbie was definitely in the room where it happened. There's a lot of different topics that I want to cover with her, But before we do that, of course, this is the law of the wolf. Download, subscribe, check us out on all of your favorite podcast platforms. As Joe Ovius likes to say, positive vibes only, five stars only. What are you waiting for on the YouTubes? Hit subscribe, hit like, hit follow. Do all the things the kids are doing these days. Smash buttons, caress them. I don't know. You know me. I'm not the technology one. I do know you guys have done a great job in supporting me on this nc state podcast for year three and i appreciate all of you for doing just that with that in mind let's pay a few bills before we get to our conversation with former nc state athletic director debbie Yao, and we'll do that right after these words all right big thanks to our friends at home field apparel this is really easy go to homefieldapparel.com use the code og23 you get 15 percent off look at this NC State merch that they have at Homefield. You got quarter zips, you got t shirts, you got sweatpants, sweatshirts, you know, all the throwback logos, the pack power, uh hoodies. You know, those are my favorite. The howling cow creamery, ice cream, t shirt, all of the good things at home field. Go to homefieldapparel.com. There's a K Yow court right there. That's pretty sweet. Wolfpack Country, also a good one. And of course, dear old NC State. So Get yourself over to Homefield Apparel. Use that code OG23. Get yourself 15% off your order. We appreciate Homefield Apparel and their support of Law of the Wolf. They'll be here all football season and all basketball season. It's real easy. You can also download the app. You know me. I'm not Johnny Technology, but they have a great app. There's also some extra offers there when you download that app, some extra discounts. So check them out. Homefield Apparel. Big thanks to them for supporting Law of the Wolf this season right here on this NC state podcast. And you know, football season is almost here and you know what that means. Going to get yourself over to Carter Finley stadium. While you're at Carter Finley stadium, you know what's going to happen right across the street breeze through. Yeah. Right there on Edwards mill road, breeze through, get yourself a, a lifetime refill, get yourself this tumbler. We're giving these away on the show with the OG logo. Get yourself a tumbler, 20 bucks, all your drinks, but through is going to have all of your tailgate needs. Ice, Beer, a great beer cave in there, uh, and Crowlers. They also have the Gatorades, all the drinks to hydrate and be ready for those. And your tailgate. Wherever your tailgate goes, wherever you go uh, for this football season, Breeze Through is there for you. What's up next? What's up next? That smiling face can only be one person, and everyone remembers her as a big smiler, happy all the time. Right? Debbie How?
1: Uh, this, this was reputation? Maybe not all the time, Joe, but <laughs> I tried. <laughs> this is retirement.
0: Retirement, Debbie.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I like it and uh still able to do board work uh with the National Football Foundation and some with Elon University and speaking occasionally, but it's a it's a very different pace than the insanity of 24/7 365 and that's what being an athletic director in Division One, especially in what used to be called the Power Five conferences, which at, at least for right now, Joey, can't be called a Power Five. I guess the Power Four. <laughs> right. yeah, we'll, uh,
0: we'll get into all those topics, but Debbie Yao, former NC State Athletic Director, former Maryland athletic director, former St. Louis Athletic Director, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Appreciate Get off your Keester, get down the Heaster. Appreciate Debbie taking some time for us here because always great to check in with you always great to get your insight and you 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 said you're not in the grinder anymore and you were someone who always wore your emotions on your sleeve you were someone who always fought for what you believed in and I know some Maryland people might not believe this and I know some NC State people might not believe this either but you love the ACC uh, obviously with your family and your sister and and everything that the yeah. league and the schools have meant to you. I know this is a league that you care deeply about. So just curious, your initial take on everything that's happened this summer, um, not only obviously with the ACC, but some of those discussions, but just to see some of those other changes you mentioned now, we're down to four Power Five conferences. Yeah. So uh, just, just your take on, on what we've seen this summer, really a, a, a tumultuous off-season for conference realignment.
1: Well, I I don't have any ties to uh uh the Pac twelve and yet uh when the announcement initially came about uh, USC and UCLA leaving, I didn't feel very good. It it bothered me. Um so I can't imagine uh, and you knew I, I I did not know it was coming and mm-hmm. uh and when it did happen it was um I didn't like it. So, you know, I think it's I think people have a visceral response to some of these changes. And I'm no different than anyone else. I think the people that are at the table in the negotiations uh, have a whole different perspective, of course, on what they're doing and why they're doing it. I don't have that perspective. I'm now more of a fan. Um, and so I I, I did. Uh, I was disappointed uh, in that. And then, of course, things kept rolling in uh, with Washington and uh, Oregon. And then Jen leaves Washington to become athletic director at USC a couple of days ago.
0: That seemed familiar and to you. Leaving the conference. It
1: did. I, I thought about it because she, she changed um, she changed leagues um, in the sense that it was Washington and USC, at least temporarily until they go into the, uh, Big 10, yeah. but she was uh, raised in Southern Cal. And so she basically went home. And when I left Maryland, that's what I did. I came home uh, to North Carolina. So uh, I don't think she had the same level of ties with USC that I had with NC State because of Kay having coached for 34 mm-hmm. years at state and Susan having been, uh, you know, an All American at state. Yeah. Uh, so maybe she didn't have the same ties, but I watched her. Press conference yesterday or the day before yesterday, and um, it's obvious to me uh, that this is very special to her. And and she's she's in the cauldron now. I mean, I can't think from a football perspective anything USC and say Ohio State and Michigan, or uh, and then a, a couple of S- Alabama. Uh, she's she's right there. So it, I'll be watching from afar and wishing her well.
0: Were you surprised? And when you looked at what the ACC did and and from some reporting, and I'm sure from your own knowledge, you know that NC state, North Carolina were two of the schools that had voted against adding Stanford and Cal Clemson and Florida state. The other two, were you surprised at all that that was the decision uh, both by Randy Woodson and, and Kevin Guskowitz and, and maybe some insight in there, not for this decision, but just their relationship. It does feel like Randy and Kevin are like, legitimately looking out for each other in in this instance and I know there would be political pressure too anyway but it does seem like there is a genuine relationship there between the two schools that we think of as as rivals
1: well you know I said something earlier about the perspective if you're at the table so you know things when you're negotiating deals that obviously no one else knows unless they're at the table also uh and with that as a caveat I was I was I was glad it worked out that way, and I hope it sticks. I don't. I don't think we actually know Joe yet, if that's going to be the case, because I keep seeing things. Uh, of course, it's on social media, but there are times when people on social media are are right. Uh, uh, they have a good sourcing, um, so maybe it's over, or maybe it's not over. Maybe they're still considering. I'm not sure, but I was initially. I was. I was glad um, because I, I, I'm like anybody else who is thinking about this really thinking about it. And that is financially Mm -hmm. there's, we don't need to add, um, unless you, you start with some basics, what money are we talking about? And what do, what do the TV people say about all this? And is there more money and enough money to cover, uh, the additions plus, uh, now I still think things could maybe change, but, uh, uh, unless that's in place, it, to me, it's a non-starter, no matter who they are, especially if they're 3,000 miles away. And um, we'll see how it works out for uh, for the Big, Big Ten and how they structure competitions because they have all the other sports and people say, oh, they'll just regionalize those. There's a little thing called Title Nine. Sure. You don't get to decide, well, the, this group over here, will they'll play a full, full-on full schedule in the Big Ten, but this group over here uh, will not do that. We're going to regionalize them to keep the cost down so they won't ever be playing at Penn State or at Rutgers uh, or at Maryland. They're going to stay over here in the West. Uh, and all of that is out there and yet to happen, and, and that probably it, it could be messy. I was actually going to
0: ask you about that, about the the possibility of football breaking away and becoming its own entity. Do you think title nine would be a barrier to that?
1: That is a great question. That's different. That's a different question though, than everyone being under the same umbrella and Mm -hmm. treating sports differently. Okay. That's what what I'm used to seeing. What you just suggested is a whole different question. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not so it not sure. have to
0: be that in order to separate the sports that way. I
1: I, I, w- I don't think that'd be the number one question you'd be asking your attorneys. Who are it would be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not let's we, let's learn from our past mistakes and let's not dive in where uh, when we don't know or, or think we know the answer. Sure. Uh, I was at the table when we did restrict when we did the restricted earnings coach so many years ago for basketball. We did it for mm-hmm. all the right reasons as an entry point for minorities. Um, and um, it didn't work out the way I was on the budget committee for the NCAA at the time. And I remember sitting at the table when something like 55 million was quote unquote real money. And we had the settlement uh, happening uh, because we misjudged. Um, at that time, these types of things were new and we misjudged what that was going to mean. Uh, so I, w- we should learn from those situations.
0: Look, we've we've known each other a long time now. Don't don't think I'm going to let you get away with not answering the state Carolina question.
1: What state Carolina question? Oh, I'm glad <laughs> Anna, I'm glad do you, I'm, do you think no.
0: genuinely that Kevin and Randy have a relationship and that they're genuinely interested in protecting the other. The two schools. Um,
1: I at, their, pressure at, at the risk of sounding naive. Yes.
0: Okay. No, Um, I think they have a legitimate relationship
1: from the outside. I'm I'm not, I don't have inside information on that, but I think that when you're talking about this type of subject, you would do well to cling to those that you know well and that you've worked with for a hundred years or so uh, in terms of making these choices.
0: Were you surprised at all that, it was state and Carolina lining up and not Duke because you were in the league Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. 25 years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those first 16, I imagine there was a Mm -hmm. man Duke and Carolina run everything in this league. That surprised me. me. I'm not going to lie to you that, that Duke and Carolina were not seemingly aligned on this one.
1: But your question is, was I surprised Duke was in favor of? Uh, just
0: that they weren't in, in line. Like I would have yep. thought Duke Carolina yep. state. Correct. Yes. Or, or yes.
1: I would say yes. I would say yes. And it would, would love to better understand the rationale. Um, you know, because we, we think we know what we know and we won't really know until things are sure. in court. And so that involves, you know, uh, if, and when FSU uh, as an example, First of all, I have to have a place to go. Just I think that's probably worth saying. Uh, so I don't I'm assuming they would not make a move unless they had a place uh, that they knew they were, were going to land and that they considered to be better. But if and when something like that happens, you know, eventually it's all going to come down to, to what the courts say.
0: All right. I want to explore that point. We need to take a quick break. I need to sell a few ads, you know. I need to take care of myself, and I appreciate you when when things happen. You you were one of the first people to reach out to me and, and worry about Joe and I, so and always show your public support for us, even though I know you don't always agree with everything.
1: That I there. don't always I'm happy. Yeah, don't always, but that's okay. So I want to
0: get into who actually runs these leaks because you just made a great point about having somewhere to go. Uh, but sell a few ads here. Let's let's make a few dollars for for the law of the wolf. We'll come right back and we'll explore that question of. Who is actually in charge now? And I'm, I'm interested to see what your answer is. We'll be right back. I think NC State has a really tough schedule this year. You know what else is tough? Trying to sell a home on your own. Trying to buy a home on your own. Or even worse, going through one of those services where they give you a garbage offer, a lowball offer for your house. Don't do that to your most important investment. Check out Hometown Realty. It's real simple. My HTR. Dot com. Call them at 919-550-7355. Barry Wooden and his team, they have more than 250 agents. They have six locations. Do you think you grow that big as a company by accident or by not being good? Barry and his crew can help you with your home sale, can help you buy a home. and If you want to rent any kind of commercial or even residential stuff, Barry's got it all covered. It's myhtr.com Check them out, Clayton, Garner, Raleigh, Atlantic Beach, myhdr.com, 919 550 7355. Don't go with this alone. Trust the pros, trust hometown realty. And once you close on that house, gonna need a lawyer, gonna need some help. Josh Whitaker, big state fan. I know, I know. I didn't even know state had lawyers, but they do. Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, attorneys at law. They have the world's greatest URL, WH. Dot lawyer you can also call 919 772 But check them out if you have to close on a house, maybe you're selling a business, maybe you got some family law issues. Josh and Joe can handle all of those for you. Give them a shout 919 772 or check them out for Whitaker and Hamer. Get it? WH. Lawyer. Move on. Look at that magic. We're back. I can't <laughs> believe it. How'd you do that? Joe? You're amazing. Pretty uh, impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes. Joining me on the Heaster Automotive group Group line. Get off of Heaster. Get down to Heaster. Former NC State AD. Former Maryland AD. Former St. Louis AD. Debbie Yao. Debbie Yao. We are talking about the changing landscape in the ACC. And you just made a point about Florida State potentially leaving and how they have to, or any school. Let's not you know yeah. cause any controversy here any school that wants to leave the ACC or any conference has to have a place to go okay and uh, Joe and I on, on the obvious and Gilio podcast have tried to explain to people and that Florida State would need the Big Ten to want them because ESPN has a unbelievable deal with the ACC and they also have a deal that they're paying through the nose for the SEC. So it doesn't help them to devalue the ACC, which they have a great deal with, and move Florida State from the ACC to the SEC. That, that seems to be common sense to me and logic to me. That doesn't even get into, Debbie, and in your time at Florida, you know, like Florida, right. yeah. Alabama.
1: They, yes. have
0: zero, Georgia, yeah. they have zero Georgia. They have 0.0 interest yeah. in Florida State becoming a member of the SEC. Those are just old-school politics. I'm looking at this as new school. Who actually runs the SEC? Believe it or not, I think it's ESPN. Uh, and Fox has the biggest say in the Big Ten, in my opinion, but obviously they've they've done well to diversify their television package in the way that they did. I mean, hats off to Kevin Warren in the way that that worked out. Uh, but I'm curious... Because I had said to you in the previous segment, hey, you know, Duke and Carolina used to run this league, or, or I'm sure anyone at Maryland used to feel that way, or most people at NC State have always felt that way. I, I don't, I'm not sure it's it's a particular school anymore. I'm not even sure it's the commissioner anymore. I I actually think it's ESPN that runs the ACC, and, and your tenure, when it ended in 2019, you you were there for the launch of the ACC network, which is run by ESPN, so I'm curious your perspective who do you see now as as really the power broker and who who runs these conferences
1: well i think i think that you have to think of it as three entities um three and a half entities okay so the presidents okay uh espn and the uh, commissioner would be the three and the half of the ADs. Mm-hmm. And I say only half of the ADs because the ADs are in collaboration with their presidents. So a lot of the times what's happening is and the final vote is always with the presidents. And th- I'm going to make an assumption that in a number of cases, as were out, it was our situation, at, at, uh, the chancellor and I would have already talked about important sure. situations and and uh, I don't remember a time when we weren't on the same on the same page. You know, the the original deal for the network was scheduled to be longer. And um, take some credit here, man. Come on. No, I yeah. mean, I just it's just part of the history of it, you know.
0: No, no, I'm I, I, sorry.
1: Uh, explain this he, to
0: people because well, I think there is no, still some confusion. There was
1: there were a number of people in the room at the time with the ads who. Like the money, and I, I did too, I thought the money at the time was good. Remember, we were the first in the new cycle. Yeah. We thought that was to our advantage. It turned out not to be at our advantage. It turned to be to our disadvantage because I don't think we fully appreciated or understood how much um, they were willing to pay. So, And you don't know that because you're first. If you're second mm-hmm. or third, you see what they, you, you figure out what they're doing or did with the people before you. Uh, so we knew the deal was too long. And uh,
0: so it is now through twenty thirty six, but it's, it was, it was scheduled to be
1: through thirty nine. and it was
0: uh, originally supposed to be through thirty nine. Okay. Yes, and um, so it would have been a twenty year deal starting in nineteen. Correct. Okay.
1: And so when I came home from that, I just when Chancellor, of course, wants to know what's going on, and uh, we talked, and I, I I asked if he would uh, consider talking to his peers about shortening the deal, that the money was okay, but the length was too long. I didn't have any idea what appetite the other presidents would have for trying to do a shorter deal. But I, I felt like that's where it needed to happen because that's the final vote. And uh, he did that. You know, he's Randy's. Randy did. The mm-hmm. chancellor did. He went forward and and uh, obviously I'm not in the room. It's just the president's talking, but he was able to get three years off of the original deal. So of course I wish it had been more, but at the same time, I'm very grateful to him for, for taking that message to the other presidents and, and there might've been other presidents in the room who felt the same way, but but what they, whoever they were in addition to the chancellor, um, they could only get three years off of the deal so it ended up at 36
0: do you think the length of the deal and the conversation around it at the time was still do you think the presidents were still fresh in their mind about the maryland exit and and trying to add stability do you think that was the primary goal of no no question
1: no the the grant of rights was everything and, okay. it's, and it's and by the way it's turned out to be everything has it not
0: correct uh, it no has here's there. an
1: inter, here's an interesting thought <laughs> yes okay so what about this what if and who knows because uh, we didn't know before and we'll see what happens in the future there's been so much discussion recently about linear broadcasting versus digital broadcasting and that the future is in digital and so it feels like right now that if you have a shorter deal you're advantaged. What if we are moving more and more to digital? And what if the money is not available in the form we're used to receiving it, which is guarantees, massive guarantees? What if it's a different formula in the future from a financial perspective for the rights holders uh, because it's digital and not linear or whatever the reason might be? And maybe we turn out maybe the ACC turns out to be in a very stable position as life goes on and that everyone assumes the rights are always going to go up.
0: Thank you. Always.
1: They just do, you know, and we, we spend what we get and then we hope for more in the future, but I'm not sure that's always going to be the situation. And if it isn't, if it were to turn out that way, uh, we will be stable because our deal is going through 36 and those numbers are there. And, um, the other thing, and, and I think you're aware of this, is there is going to be a bump for the ACC when Raycom drops off the uh, radar screen. They're getting a share of, of uh, the rep TV revenue, but somewhere around
0: I think it's 27.
1: I, I think it's 27. I can't remember if it's 26, 27, or 27, 28, but we're getting closer, and they they'll, that'll be over, and the and the money that's been going to to Raycom will be available for other uses, and hopefully for distribution. To the existing schools,
0: that raised an eyebrow to you, the Raycom deal, or you saw it as they were performing a task by producing, having the production trucks and all that other stuff.
1: Well, the services they're definitely performing a service. The, the question is whether or not it could have been wrapped uh, in with ESPN in another way. And my, uh, think about the SEC; uh, <laughs> they don't have a they don't have a third
0: party. Right. and they also uh, doing use that- Raycom to do their Saturday.
1: Well, and they end the they ended their relationship basically as they knew it uh, back in the day when they started the network. So, um, I don't know the answer to that definitively. I just mm-hmm. know that they ended up in the deal, and that will end. And when that happens, it'll be uh, it'll be a good thing.
0: But I'm saying, at the time, were you like, "Hey, what's this about?" Or was it? Did you consider it to be part of the business as usual?
1: There was a big discussion. It wasn't just me. There were a number of us that wanted to discuss the value of continuing the relationship um, with uh, Raycom for that period of time. But I will tell you that, you know, it's an interesting dynamic when you're in a room and you know something is going to pass, you have to make the choice at that time. um, If you're going to go with the flow and then try to manage it on the backside, at home, uh, like talking with the chancellor and because they, they get the final vote. Uh, see if you want to do it that way and not create uh, ill will with your rights holders uh, or if you want to just attack it anyway and say, put your foot down and say, not only am I saying this, I'm going to vote, vote that way too. Um, it would not have changed where we are. Um, there were not enough votes in the room. Right. Uh, to uh, to make this anything other than where where it ended up being.
0: So you, you mentioned the grant of rights. So on, so, let's give a little timeline here. You have Maryland deciding to leave
1: mm-hmm.
0: 13. They end up leaving in 14. At that time, that's mm-hmm. when the grant of rights then becomes, hey, if you're in this league, we own your broadcast rights. Not only do we own them, if you go to another league, your money still comes to us. I think people get confused about that. to to your earlier point about where is Florida State going? (laughs) Now, everything's a negotiation. You understand that. Then you have 19 becomes this, the ACC network finally becomes a linear channel, a linear option, puts you guys in a better position Mm -hmm. at all of that. We mentioned the importance of the grant rights. Now you worked at two public schools. This is fascinating to me because you know the FOIA rules better than I do. You know what you have to share better than I do. Again, you were in the room. How is, now, how is this possible? You tell me that you've never seen the grant of rights.
1: Well, I've seen a document sent to the attorneys. Okay. I've seen that. What I've, what I've never seen is the con, TV contract in full. Uh, okay. If you if you wanted to see the TV contract, and I believe this was the case for everybody, I don't think I was being singled out. No, uh, you could go to the Lee office and go into a room. It's kind of like going into a, a skiff for the Congress, I guess. <laughs> you can look at the document. You can't take the document out with you and you you shouldn't be taking notes, but you can go and read it. Um, and, and this I, was certain that
0: the FOIA rules
1: yes 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 <laughs> yes true true uh you know i, I think people, for too.
0: people who aren't familiar it's freedom of information, information. you're at empty state it's under my as, a, as any citizen i'm allowed to request information that is public record mm-hmm. uh, any contracts like your coaching contracts your yeah. your old contract that's all public information uh most of the deal you have with the arena that's public information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carter Finley Stadium season tickets. That's why we get all that information. Um, the suites are yours. you you kind of are allowed. I think it's a Wolfpack club deal, so it's allowed to be uh, there's there's some other skirts around there. But I thought
1: I thought I, th- there isn't that. anything there that that interesting, but
0: you know. no, I know, but I'm saying it's fascinating to me that as a public school and yeah. and you're not alone, obviously, you got North Carolina, you got Florida State. You've got. You know, the other publics in the league that are being funded by the the public, the people and their tax dollars that they made a decision to not to specifically not send you information, which would be important, in my opinion, for the specific reason of it not getting out like that's. I don't like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I I know
1: you wouldn't expect wouldn't expect you to. But it was the norm. And as you said, I've been in the league was in the league 25 years. And I would say they've been consistent about that. Uh, Gene Corrigan was um, commissioner uh, when I, I think he was commissioner until 97. And then John came in as commissioner. So for the rest of those 25 years, it was always that way.
0: All right, let's take one more break. We come back. I have, I have two good questions for you. Mm. Uh, one involves my alma mater and, and what's going on with their uh, basketball arena. And the other involves your initial alma mater. Uh, I'm I'm curious to get your take on on this one. This is a good tease. Okay. We'll come come back with Debbie Yaw for these words. Okay. Did you know that you can get football cards of your favorite college football players already? Yeah. Bowman University Chrome Set. Go check it out at Oak City Sports Cards. That's oakcitycards.com. Do yourself a favor. Go down to the shop off of Glenwood Avenue, Weston and Katie's Peace. They got the greatest space going, go to the shop, check them out, get some packs. You'll be blown away just by the space. I promise. Here's the best part. Weston's going to help you get the best value for your cards. You are also going to find some rookie cards for the NFL season coming up. The Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes is coming up as well. Don't want to miss out on that for the NBA season. Go check out Weston Oak city sports cards, get your cards. Graded. The best way to get the best value for your cards is to get them graded. Weston helped me get my cards graded, and then I was able to sell them at the highest possible value. I got a fair deal from Weston. You will too. Check them out downtown, right off of Glenwood Avenue, or check them out online at oakcitycards.com. This is my third year of an NC State podcast. Yeah, it's the real pack therapy. And it's year three for Hayes Lancaster and his crew for supporting me and my endeavors here on the podcast venture. Mosquito authority, pest authority. Look, you got bugs inside the house, you got bugs outside the house. You got mice in your attic, maybe they're in their crawl space. I had moisture in my crawl space. That 360 moisture barrier is a game changer. So it's not just getting rid of ants. It's not just getting rid of termites, although Hayes' crew does that remarkably well. It's everything. Make sure you're protecting the value of your home for real, for real, for real. Check out that crawl space. Give Hayes and his crew a shout. Find them at bugsbite.com. That's bugsbite.com, mosquito authority, pest authority. And yeah, Hayes Lancaster will be in that RV lot all season long in NC State. Huge supporter of NC State athletics and a huge supporter here of Law of the Wolf. We're back on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline with Debbie Yao. You're listening to the Law of the Wolf. If you haven't already, please download on your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, the Googles. You could check us out on Red Circle. We're also on YouTube. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe, click the button right there. Come on. You want to do it. You know you do. And of course, when you rate us five stars and five stars only because of positive vibes. All right, Debbie Yao. My question, we're on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Get off your Keaster. Get down to Heaster. They'll take care of you. My friend Bennett Johnson, of course, will take care of you and all your car needs. So Let's which which uh, which question tease question would you like to start with uh, the one about your alma mater or the one about my alma mater?
1: I'll take yours.
0: Mine first. Okay, that's a good way to end the episode anyway. So NC State just recently worked out a deal with the the Carolina Hurricanes, the Centennial Authority, as as all things are mm-hmm. are such. Yes. To make improvements to the arena, which is of course the home to NC State men's basketball, um, but that also includes a development project which you know I don't know exactly how many parking spaces are going to be displaced but you know the importance of the tailgating culture at NC State and what that means to the NC State fan base so I was curious uh, as someone who was in the room in those ne- negotiations for those nine years and and there were a lot of them a lot of different discussions what was your takeaway from the arena deal which will yeah. Uh, looks like you know be something that definitely will help the Carolina Hurricanes. I, I do think it is something that too could help NC State, uh, but I'm curious what your uh, what your thoughts were on on the on the deal.
1: Okay. Hmm. Well, first of all, um, I think it's really important that the Hurricanes stay in Raleigh. Yes. So that was the goal, the primary goal primary goal was that, and they have achieved that. So congratulations to everybody that was involved in that. Um, Tom Dundon, uh, the centennial authority, the county, the city. So that's the primary goal. And they they did that. Um, no deal is perfect. There are always issues. Um, and so, um, you know, the concept of the devil is in the details comes to mind, that, that concept, because um, as an example, um, losing 2,000 parking spaces, uh, surface lot might be is one thing, losing 4,000 is another. Uh, I don't really know how it's going to end up. I'm not sure anybody really does, Joe, because the project itself could be between five and eight years, yeah. take a long it's time good. to get all of this done. And I'm then there's a, a, a parking map of what par- exactly
0: yes. is going to happen. Well, I need to get my uh. My knickers in a twist, if you will.
1: Uh, There's a parking garage planned. And having been at a school as an AD with a parking garage, I can tell you those can be problematic in terms of egress from large events. Um, So here's the deal. Like people focused on parking. uh, Anybody that is focused on parking says, you know, I just I love tailgating. That's part of the issue. The other issue is the money. People pay a lot of money for their parking spaces. Okay. And so the money is used for the, no, for scholarships yeah. and facilities, and I think they've enhanced the Wolfpack Club now to include operations. So those would be the three areas, and that money can't dry up. That money has to be there, and so that takes you back to the quality of the parking space. Okay, um, and all of this is arranged, and it, NC State is very similar to other power, power four leagues, I think um, already um, okay, that say, say that doesn't <laughs> sound quite right, but anyway, other leagues, and that is there's a point system in play and sure. you get to choose your spot based on where you're, where you are in your rank order, based on your points and you're earning points through loyalty, through longevity, through financial gifts. Uh, there are all kinds of, of, of ways to add up points, but it isn't if what it isn't, I can tell you, is let's say if it's 2,000 on the low side, it isn't that those 2,000 people get displaced. That's not what's happening here. There'll be a uh, always is a rank order from one through 12,000. I think they're 13,000 now. One through 13,000 and change, uh, whoever, however many people own season tickets or and want that parking, and then you start through the pecking order and you get to choose. So you don't know who's going to be impacted is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it's a little more complicated than people think it is. And um, if you had a parking spot that you love, but you're not in one of the 2000, then you think that's going to be just the way it is. That's not necessarily accurate. So Ben Broussard, who runs the Wolfpack Club, will be all over that. He and his staff and planning for it to have minimal impact. Up. Uh, Iowa State's athletic director, uh, Jamie Pollard, worked for me with me for eight years, Fort St. Louis and Fort Maryland. And he just they just they're doing a similar project. It's it's a smaller scale. It's, you know, it's in Ames, Iowa. It's two hundred million dollars, which is will probably go pretty far in Ames. Yeah. And um, I I asked him. I, I saw the article. It was yesterday and he texted. He actually sent it to me and I said, this is going to be awesome for the community, and it will be, just like keeping the canes is good for our community. Uh I said, what are you going to do about parking? Are you concerned? He said, yeah, we're all over that. We're, we're redesigning our parking. We're actually going to end up with more spots instead of less surface spots. So I'm going to say in full faith that NC State knows that that depending on the number you lose, that could be an issue because it could hurt your finances as well as your, when your fans loving their tailgate is a little bit more than a social situation. When you have amenities like we have at state or have had at state uh, and you are winning eight games, you have people coming to the games in part, uh, not because you're getting ready to win your 11th game of the season necessarily, but because they love seeing their family and friends and having a great time. It's Ownership of land is so important. Use of land is so important. It's hard to ever go back. So these are very serious uh, decisions. And, uh, you know, my loyalty primarily is to NC State, although I am glad, of course, that the Canes are staying. And I just hope that they're, are ways in which there will be accommodations made for NC state to show appreciation for uh, their contributions to this project. Cause it can't happen without them.
0: That, I was actually going to ask you about not this project. Cause you obviously are, are, are removed here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Trinity and TX lots Mm. I feel like those were ones uh, I
1: don't know if it's painful, ones. painful.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, I'm not trying to pick a cabin. No, it's know. okay.
1: I don't. This Do it's, it's, it's we call them Wardlaw Medlin because that's okay. who owned them. So to you, that's okay. what they are. But that's their labeling. But for us internally, it was Wardlaw Wardlaw Medlin, the two families that owned the okay. uh, land. Cool. Where now there's an apart their apartments, and okay. we. Um, was
0: there was there an attempt made oh, by yes, the university yes. to buy that land? Universe- the out? university
1: did try to buy it. Uh, okay. They were they were outbid uh, by uh, the company in Texas that wanted that to the apartments. to build the apartments. Okay. So I, I think outbid by thir- by three million. But um, <laughs> excuse me. Oh yeah this this is this land's valuable. So that's just the differentiation between you know our bid and theirs. But or at least that's what I remember. Um, that was painful, Joe it's this is an interesting dynamic, like we okay. think about the land out there and we think, ah, it's just this is crazy. It's seven days a year. Well, first of all, it's not seven days a year if it's near PNC. It's right. thirty days a year. It's like twenty for basketball for for the men and then seven for mm-hmm. football. So it was twenty seven. it it's um the devil is in the details. We won't know how terrific it all is or not until it's done. We will not know, but we know ahead of time we are losing spots. And so uh, by the thousands, I think, um, and I'm hopeful for 2000, not four.
0: Yeah. That's the domino in my head that it's not just about this decision. It goes back to that Trinity TX decision. And I'm not, when I say decision, I mean the loss of those spaces Cause that feels like to me, like you can handle one, right? If you lose two thousand, yes. we can make we can handle this. Now, like you're saying, you throw another two or possibly even four on that, and you're like, that's a that's a pretty sizable disruption to, like you said, for something that has now become it's a routine. You know what I mean? Like going, to it is a routine. Comes part, it's of a movie. habit. And, and it, people look good.
1: forward to it, plan for it, talk about it, shop yeah. for it, yeah. invite people for it. I mean, it's it's a little bit more important than people give credit. And so yeah. if you lose, if you lose those people, you lost their gift yes. to the Wolfpack Club for <laughs> that parking because they're they're not using it anymore. They don't like it anymore, they couldn't get where they wanted to go, and they're too far away from they'll just go to a pay lot if you know if, if there are pay lots and uh, you, you that's why I say you don't really know. So I'm going to, it's so weird to talk about for this reason. I want to say for the third time, I am very glad the Canes are staying. This deal of some type was inevitable. It's going, it was going to yeah. happen. Okay. My hope is that as we go through the process over the years and the building begins and um, TD does his thing and cuts new deals for restaurants and everything else that he does, that there will be a continued appreciation for the part that NC state played to make this a reality. Because all this does is in one of the things that it does, not all it does. One of the things it does is make the Keynes even more valuable. Right. Uh, and so if, and when um, they were sold, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna help yeah. <laughs> in that asking price.
0: I'm gonna get you out of here on this because I th- I did think of you uh, last Wednesday. I did think of my old mentor, Colton Tudor, last Wednesday oh, when, oh. when I was in Greenville. I was on the ECU campus, and I dropped my oldest son, moved him in, dropped him off. Jane, wow! Wow! Uh, on the campus, and I thought I, I know some people. Who went here and enjoyed themselves and and had a good time. Too much. Too much. (laughs) Well, that was, I was thinking maybe, I was actually thinking if James would remember you. Like, all right, right, this could be a good one to have Debbie talk because I I can't have Toot talk to him anymore, my guy. So I was like, you know, maybe James needs a pep talk from Debbie about enjoying ECU, but not enjoying it too much. Get get your work done too, right?
1: Get your work done and, don't be going to the beach all the time, okay? Don't need to be at the beach and and uh, you know go to a few frat parties, but let's don't go to all of them.
0: Well, you have and, to have fun, yeah. You know,
1: like, yeah, but you know you need it. You need such a good start, and I think that as a first generation college graduate, I was like a lot of people. Whose parents didn't go to college? There yeah. was no discussion before I left for uh, ECU. You know, I graduated from Elon. Yeah. Uh, but there's, and I, I love my two years there. I still have friends from there. You know, so it wasn't all crazy. But when you don't, if you come from a family that where parents sit down and talk to you about these things, you have no clue what you're doing. You're just, you're just going on your own, trying to figure out at age 18 what to do. That's not a great uh, plan for success. And so I will say this in retrospect, having gone through all of that, it was such a good thing for me. Not good that I I did, but you know, when I got ready to go back to Elon, I told my parents, I was ready to go back to college after I worked for a year and a half. It's going to put me on the six year plan, which allowed me to play 4k at Elon with Susan. Yeah, But, um, But when I told them I was getting ready to go, they said, how are you going to pay for it? And I said, I kind of had in mind that you would do that. And they said, no.
0: I was going to say, how'd that answer go? <laughs> uh,
1: without emotion, I'll just tell you that they said, no, no. You, we did that for two years. Oh, you blew me. it. Okay. And uh, if you're going to go, I said, but it's a private school. They said, you can live at home you you welcome to live here, but you're going to have to pay tuition and your books and all the fees and whatever. And so I did. And when I I don't think I finished paying that loan, that student loan off. Where was Joe Biden when I needed him? I finished paying off that student loan when I was 28 and in my third year, finished my third year of coaching at Kentucky. Wow. But it was you don't forget things like that.
0: No. Well, right. I, I, you know, we've talked that you and I have talked about this before. I feel like. And you've said this to me that you that experience at ECU helped you with students absolutely to absolutely have empathy, right? Like you're out hundred hundred it. times <laughs> over. And, oh, and absolutely! You weren't just a a, a jerk about the realities of, of people being on their own, and that was a that was a life lesson for you. So you know, I'm a believer. We go through all of these things, we learn through all these things, and we we try to make the best of them. And that was one of those situations where you know
1: what. You we had
0: a, and it was it served you well. It served you we well.
1: Had, we had a great uh, current example. We have I'm a, I'm going to look something up while I'm talking to you about it. Okay. We have a, we had a, a an all American in um in football in uh, Monty Nelson. I don't think Monty would. And we're going to Monty's calling me on Sunday. Okay. Uh, at three. So uh, we talk, We still talk. So Monty came here. Uh, similar situation to what we are now discussing. Did not have a lot of direction, know what to do. Just a miserable situation, both, I think, eventually in football and in academics. And then suddenly he's gone. He went home to South Florida and started working for an air conditioning company. And in the heat of the summer, outside, working on an air conditioning unit, had an epiphany. And that was, I blew it. I blew it. I had a great opportunity and I blew it both, you know, in football and in, um, in school. And so he asked us if we would take him back and I was not excited. Uh, I was not sure. I I don't want to throw good money after bad. In other words, you didn't try before. I don't know if you're going to try now. I I don't know, but Dave wanted to do it. I decided, yes, we should. Academic support had said, I'm up for it if you guys want it. And he came back, and I lost track of what he was doing. And one day, uh, Rosa Rivera, who was my administrative assistant, yeah. said, "Money, Money Nelson is asking for an appointment with you." And I remember thinking, "Oh goodness, what does Monty want now? Good, good grief!" And so, Monty comes in in a suit, and he said, "I just wanted, hey, hon, I'm on, I'm on with Joe." Okay, bill He said, "Hello."
0: Hope you're well. Um,
1: and so he came into he came into the office and um Monty came into the office and said in a suit and said I just wanted to come by and shake your hand and thank you and uh Coach Dorn uh for allowing me to come back. I'm today I finished today. Yeah. It was in the spring, uh late spring. He said I finished and I'm um I'm gonna get my degree. And so He's doing great. He's doing great. He's he's going to be in law enforcement here soon. He, he did coach some in high school and uh, he's back in South Florida and uh, find out Sunday afternoon what the next step is to become a member of the police force in uh, one of the local towns down there. But that's why it's all worthwhile, Joe. You're right that's why I'm, it's all worthwhile I'm
0: trying to keep all these things in mind you know and you've
1: now you've got one right there i hope he has i hope he hope james has a great uh experience and do they still send grades to parents do you know that
0: i don't think so but we'll find out
1: okay, we'll find okay. Out. that was useful kind of
0: yeah yeah, yeah. He's, uh you know he's he wants to get into this nonsense and i tried to oh, talk boy. Out of it, but we'll, we'll see how that goes at ecu so uh, Debbie, thank you so much for all of your time and uh, obviously all your honesty. I knew there wouldn't be any other way with you, uh, so I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, I will see you at some football games this year. I, I would like that.
1: Well, we got a big opener, home opener, do we?
0: Yeah, not bad. Yeah, um, but I, you my, know, schedule this year is crazy, unbelievable.
1: It, it is, and uh, but I'm I'm like, hey, it, it, this will never change. I'm like one game at a time for real, and UConn. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just hey. Focus You're on like UConn. <laughs>
0: They were definitely feisty last year. And I remember being in the Yukon yeah. press box with you in 12. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't take any of them. I think what was that? A 10
0: to 10 to 7? 10-7 or 14-7. I mean, uh, something it was like that. Oh boy. The oh boy. And, <laughs> and, and bonkers. So I uh, appreciate you taking all the time. And I know uh I know there's a good portion. I as I tried to explain this on the podcast last week, you know, not not everybody loves everybody, right? I said, but for Debbie, the way that she was vocal. She, she had her I fans know. there at NC State, and I know I, her brother would still miss you. So, so,
1: you know, Joe, it's okay. You have to go into, if you're going to be an AD, you have to decide before you get under pressure what does matter to you. And, and I will tell you, I am not different from anybody else. I would like to be popular. I would like to sure. be liked. You want to be liked. But yeah. not at the expense of NC State. No, not at that expense. And so there are a lot of things related to, you know, people getting thrown out of gyms for just all Americans. That's and, a different part. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. There's so many things. So it, it was okay. It's all good.
0: All right, Debbie. Thank you so much. Thank Go you. to Dr. Bill, take care of him. And like I said, <laughs> hopefully I'll see you at Carter Finley stadium this season.
1: Thank you. Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people.